You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess, helping you to choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. Hey, coaches. You know what? Having a coaching business may be the only income-producing role in your life where you get to bring your full personality, your values and life experience together to serve others. You get to be authentic and vulnerable. Sure, you put your best foot forward wherever you can, but you don't have to pretend or puff yourself up. You don't have to build a persona, but rather draw from and own all that you are. Human beings tend to forget to own their intrinsic value and earned wisdom. But truly, if you never had a paying client before, you can actually be honest about that with prospects. In fact, I suggest to my clients to say to their first coaching prospects, I'd love it if you'd be one of my first clients. It takes the pressure off and your prospects will appreciate your honesty. But you know, you say it with enthusiasm for the person that you're enrolling and for what you offer, right? I took my coach training at a school called Coach U. It was one of the first coach training schools, which was created by Thomas Leonard, who who is often called the father of modern coaching. He was known for an abundance of short, pithy exercises. In fact, I received by mail, mind you, 10 pounds of notebooks full of his exercises and curriculum. His concept was that anything that you would do with a client, you should first do it yourself. In other words, be just one step ahead and make sure your come from is authentic. One of those exercises was meant to identify core and business values. Maybe you've even seen this exercise or a derivative of it out there somewhere in the coaching sphere. I will never forget that particular exercise because I learned principles about myself that have never sent me in the wrong direction, that is, whenever I let them guide me. So for example, I realized something distinctive, which is that money is not in itself important to me. However, earning is a core value. It's really important to me to deliver great value in exchange for my income. See, I crave independence in thought and in action, and also in the ability to choose what's right for me moment to moment. Those values make me a perfect candidate for entrepreneurship, for having my own coaching business. Sometimes I've gone astray from my values, trying to implement something that I saw other coaches do. Does that sound familiar? Through trial and error and a desire to serve myself while also serving others, I have found what fits me better. Over the years, I've made adjustments to my business to find my sweet spot, the way I love to work, when I want to work, and who I want to work with. All of that is 
possible by making micro adjustments to your business as you go along. But I want you to know, it takes time to find your sweet spot. With my VIP clients, we do a lot of things to uncover the clues to their sweet spot. But I also know that it's a journey that's worth the exploration. And whatever I can help them uncover themselves in the time we're working together will change over the time they develop their business. And this is a big part of what it means to bring your full self to your business. See, I think that being an entrepreneur and running a business is a spiritual journey. And thinking of it that way has really helped me to succeed. If you have a big message that you want to put out there in an honoring way that fits your target audience, it could be that you launch your own podcast or get on stage with that message. Or it may be in a more quiet way where, as it fits, you bring that message to a client in a one-on-one session. So how else can you create freedom in your coaching business to be fully yourself? Well, you can dress the way you want, let your freak flag fly, you know, and you don't need to worry about what people are going to think because the name of the game is attract your people, your tribe. Look, I'm not a good fit for every new coach, and you don't need to try to be a good fit for everyone in your unique audience. This is the secret of niching that a lot of people don't know. You want to become known for serving a micro-audience because that helps you thrive. You get to decide the size of your coaching empire. You can morph it as you go. I encourage my clients to start with one-on-one services and then build from there as they feel called. But you may never need to do anything more elaborate than one-to-one. Beware of doing what everybody else says you should do, Just because there's an exciting online training program about creating an online training program, don't feel like you have to go there. The reality is you can earn more with less labor and costs with one-on-one. It's the simplest coaching business model. I learned that through trial and error also. So my message here is I've adapted my business to fit who I am now and, and now and now. I'm on Prosperous Coach version 6.0 in 20 years. There are some jobs that allow for some of the personal growth that you can have in a coaching business, but most simply can't allow you to do that fully because they have an internal structure, a hierarchy, and prescribed ways of doing things. But with a coaching business, you can make and control all of those decisions. And you don't have to do it alone. You want to bring your expertise, your work experiences, your life wisdom, your skills, your passion and interest to your business. And it doesn't have to be the focus of your niche, but rather something you bring to your client in the moment. Consider what's in your coaching toolbox. Let's say you've studied yoga and meditation. That doesn't mean you have to be a yoga coach or a meditation coach. Instead, look for the opportunities within your target audience and within what is their big problem that you're solving, where that particular insight or practice can help them achieve their goal. Make those things part of your toolbox instead of your specialty. 
Now, don't get me wrong. I still believe it helps to narrow to a specific target audience to find out what they want so much they'll invest in your help to get it. This is what a coaching niche is. And niching helps you to stand out, grab attention, and grow business faster than if you just do the life coach or career coach or wellness coach track thing. Targeting and niching is about building a pipeline of clients. It's about ease and speed so you can earn more and market less. And how you work with your paying clients is really up to you. That's where your uniqueness, your message, and your style all come into play. And play it is. So I ask you, how will you make your business yours? How can you bring your fully authentic self to this? For a clue, you might think about how you've been limited in previous roles or businesses that you've been a part of. Where are the ways that you've chafed against some boundary or rule? How can you give yourself freedom of expression while you serve? Your coaching business is the opportunity of a lifetime to bring all that you are and all that you know to the table. So stay inspired and make things happen. I'm so glad you tuned in to Prosperous Coach Podcast. Please share this episode with other coaches. And if you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, review this show. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.